0: Hello, this is Ed Robinson and welcome back to another episode of the Deep End with Ed podcast. The Deep End. The Deep End. The Deep end. with Ed Robinson. The Deep end. The aim of this weekly podcast is to inspire the you to go into the Deep End in. by talking about real challenges and providing practical tips and inspiration for me or my guests. As we wrap up season six on grief, I trust and hope that you were able to learn something that was helpful as you navigate through your grief. During this season, we talked about grief and its many faces. Specifically, we discussed the five stages of grief. We talked about dumb stuff that people say during your time of grief. We mentioned complicated relationships. We talked about the intensity of grief. And on last episode, we talked about caring for grieving children. On this season closeout episode, we'll talk about managing grief during the holidays and offer some helpful practical hints. However, before doing so, I'd like to give you a lifeguard tower moment. Again, this is something that you can do for others. So the next time you attend a memorial service or a celebration of life service, I want you to be intentional about thanking the mortuary and or the cemetery staff for the work that they do to help so many people and families during their time of grief. With Ed Robinson. Again, our subject for this episode is managing grief during the holidays. You know, the holiday season can be a very, very difficult time for grieving people. You know, on a personal level, the sadness and the struggle usually hits me during the month of October. You see, this was the month that my mama and my sister Samantha passed. And further complicating this fact is that my brother Raymond passed some 15 months after Samantha's passing. So translated, going into and exiting the holiday season has been heavy for several years, and perhaps you have had a similar experience like mine's. Maybe you've struggled with your grief during the holiday season, or this might be your very first holiday season without your loved one being alive, or your loved one or a friend might have passed several years ago. Well, if any of these scenarios are what you're experiencing, hopefully this episode will provide you with some strength and some hope for managing your grief during the holiday season. So here are some things that I found to be helpful in managing my grief during the holiday seasons and hopefully some of these uh, practical tips will be of, uh, of help to you also. So one of the things is planning. You know they say that they who have a plan are in command. And during the holidays uh, there are a lot of gatherings and a lot of get-togethers. And one thing that I found to be helpful to me is to simply make a list of things, activities, uh, get-togethers that you want to do and you don't want to do. This list might include whether you want to cook whether you want to host people at your home whether you want to decorate your home or go out with families and friends and And if you're part of a family who lives with you, consider having a discussion to include their preferences of what would be helpful to them. Everybody have their own nuances and their own uh, way of grieving and don't assume that everyone, even in the same household, is moving at the same pace and are okay with things. So I think it's important to have a family huddle to talk about, you know, things that they prefer and not prefer. And I think it's important to give each other permission to do something different when it comes to family traditions or celebrations, including the tasks and the responsibilities that a, a loved one may have taken up. So for example, you know, making and eating gumbo has been a long family tradition of, of my me and my family since I was a kid. You see, my mama, my aunts, and sisters, they usually made this dish for years. And I got to tell you, they some bad sisters they can put down making a gumbo. However, over the past few years, my sisters now have our nephews yes our nephews and nieces uh, to make the gumball and so far they've been doing a good job you know I'm still here so that you know that's planning again being able to lay things out have a big picture you don't have to be a project planner you don't have to be certified and all of that type of thing but really just kind of taking a piece of paper and a pencil or just jumping on your computer and just planning out what is the things that I would or would not would not like to do during the holiday season. It's a very intense time uh, for individuals, especially when they're going through the grieving process. So that's one thing you can do. The other thing to keep in mind that I try to keep in mind is knowing your limitations. So in other words, flexibility is key to managing and reducing the stress during the holidays. I mean, it is already stressful. And I learned that grief can sap your energy during any season. So if you're invited to a gathering and you happen to a, a, a accept the invitation, you might be able to tell the person who is inviting you that you might, not, you might end up not coming or you may leave early if you do come. And so you're letting them know you know you're putting your boundaries you're letting them know the limitations and things of that nature and the point is is that grief again especially during the holidays can be an additional burden and uh, you don't want to box yourself into doing anything without having an an exit plan so again you know think about it you know you, you there are things that go through your mind you know that if i go to this event People are going to ask me what happened to my loved one. People are going to ask me how I'm coping with things. People may even ask me what happened, and you go through the whole scenario. And then there's some individuals you know that you can go around, and they're just going to be supportive. So you may be open to going around those individuals. But moreover, or more importantly, it's important to let folks know I may end up not coming at the end, and if I do come, I may a little bit late. I may leave a little bit early, and that's okay. Even when it comes to shopping you know you may consider shopping earlier if you have to go in person or even shop online you know it's so much easy to do things these days and I'm not promoting one company but I got to tell you Amazon has been a game changer for things you want to shop for and you get it like overnight or the next day or two days later so again eliminate any unnecessary activities or obligations that are placed on you by yourself or even by others when they wanted you to do something and then even, you know, during the holiday season, uh, there are a lot of individuals who are on the other side of these airwaves listening to me who might be part of a faith-based organization. And these are some tips that I've learned that's very appropriate and very simple that can help you during the time. If you consider returning to a worship service, one of the things you can do is that consider arriving late, you know. You don't have to be there when the whole crowd and everybody's walking through the door and everybody's greeting each other and so forth the warm uh uh, hugs and the handshakes all of those things are very important but sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming so consider you know if you have a start time at nine o'clock instead of going in at 9 15 9 20 or something like that another thing that you can do is leave early you know it's okay you know to leave early and one of the ways that you can do that and get away with that is consider sitting on the back row so just sit in the back you go in the back and somebody may try to usher you to the middle or to the front You tell them for for personal reasons or for the grieving process that I'm going through. I would prefer to sit in the back. And then also consider sitting with someone who can run an interference for you. uh, When people try to interact with you or they have a bunch of questions they want to ask you. It might be a friend. It might be a fellow uh, faith member. It might be whomever who can just run interference and do it in a tactful and yet firm way to let them know that, you know such and such is going through some things not right now and so forth because as I said earlier on earlier episodes I personally believe that people mean well when people are asking questions about various things I don't think that people are ill-intentioned or ill-willed or so I just think again we are not comfortable with this thing called silence so therefore we have to bum rush I don't know what to ask uh, Jane or John so I'm just going to say anything so get someone who can be a buffer for you kind of be your spokesperson, so to speak. And then seek out a place ahead of time uh, where you can go in case you get emotionally overwhelmed. You know, when my mother passed away, uh, when my sister passed away, when my brother passed away, I always had little side exits that I can go uh, too. When I was at my uh, former uh, church, uh, there was it was behind the choir stand. I can go out. There was a little exit door that I can go out, and I can just go off to the side. And in the church that I uh, left. Uh, a year ago it was going through one of the side doors so it's important to be able to just kind of have a, a, a layout of the land you already know you know with your faith-based community and how it's set up just consider something like that and the other thing that you can do is that you can let your faith leaders know that you are there uh, so perhaps they can watch out for you when they see you getting bum rushed when they see you getting uh back you know in against the corner or so uh, they can perhaps uh, intervene and help you. Not having to put anyone on blast or whatever, but I think it's important to be able to know that you have the support system that you, that you need. And then one thing that I think that's important is that I, I want you to know is that you don't have to feel that you owe anyone an explanation about your loved one. You know, you just think about it. Someone is going to come up to you and they're going to invariably say, hey, I'm happy that you're here. However, I just want to know, um, you know, what happened? It's just that curiosity, the curious nature that always gets to us and want to ask a plethora or many um, many questions about what happened. And I'm letting you know that, you know, it's okay to not say anything. You know, I'd rather not talk about it. And so uh, it's okay to do those things. And then also is that when you get to a point where you are... uh, Find yourself, you know, just like, wow, I'm just overwhelmed and I don't know if I can go to this event. I don't know if I can go to my faith-based organization. I don't know if I can go to the store. Give yourself permission to say, you know what, I'm just going to sit at home and I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay with that. So it's okay. You don't have to run out and uh, think that, you know, you have to stay on someone's clock. Do it at your own pace find out what works best for you. And then lastly, I think that it's important to honor the memory of your loved one. And, and here's what I mean by that. I'm talking about by sharing like a funny story, a lively story about them. This helps to keep their memories alive. You know, so my mother, when my mother passed away, my siblings and I, we would kind of talk about, go down memory road and talk about, you know, some nostalgic times that we had. My brother... Uh, was a guy that can you know he could become friends with the doorknob you know he he was he was full of verbosity and you know full of jokes and then my sister Samantha you know Samantha had her ways her certain nuances and so we would talk about those things that would just make us laugh and make us stop and think like wow man I forgot about that that did happen and that's the same thing that I say I think it's important again to honor their memory Uh, don't stuff them away they existed They, they lived here and it's important to be able to to talk about them you know somebody asks you tell me about your loved one that's okay you know to be able to tell them about it because it's also therapeutic to allow you to release some of those things so again make sure that you know you're doing those things so again the holiday is coming up again you just might want to consider you know what what I'm going to plan how am i going to you know make sure that I'm 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 uh Okay, what are the things that I do want to do? What are the things that I don't want to do? So you won't get boxed in uh, towards that end. So planning is very key to that. And then again, knowing your limitations, you know, being flexible. It's okay to... Say, you know what, <clears throat> I thought I was going to be able to do this or that or commit to that, but it's okay to back out. And no one's going to look at you as a flake or, you know, you're you know, you're know a bad person or anything. And then also when you go to events, whether it's faith-based or whether it's a community uh, situation, it might be work-related, it might be a happy hour, it might be a party or whatever. Again, it's okay to go late, leave early. It's okay to just have someone to roll with you, to run interferences for you when you need to help that you do uh, need and then remember you don't owe anybody any explanation uh towards that end so again and then continue to talk about your loved one i think it's very very important to be able to talk about them so let me give you a as i get ready to land the plane let me give you a coachable moment this is something uh for you and uh just think of you being on the other side of how someone may have come across to you so here's what i want you to do i want you to be sensitive to family and friends and co-workers and neighbors and associates during the holiday season especially those who are grieving so be sensitive to them be mindful of them think about what how people may have made you feel it's called intent versus impact you know the intent may be to connect with someone but you could say something that can adversely impact someone and they may not say anything about it. So the best thing is, again, is to be sensitive. You know, hello, how are you doing? Just checking on you, seeing if you need anything, especially, again, during the holiday season and those who are grieving. Again, thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. A special thanks to Nicole Robinson for producing and editing this podcast. Please share this podcast with others and do subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook pages at Deep End with Ed. The Deep In With Ed podcast is a Beyond the mass conversation production. Remember, if we all join hands together, we can go twice as far. Thank you and God bless.